Welcome to Becoming a Sleep Consultant. I'm your host, Jane Havens, a certified sleep consultant and founder of both Snooze Fest by Jane Havens and Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. On this podcast, I'll be discussing the business side of sleep consulting. You'll have an insider's view on launching, growing, and even scaling a sleep consulting business. This is not a podcast about sleep training. This is a podcast about business building and entrepreneurship. Allie is a certified sleep specialist and certified postpartum doula based in St. Louis, Missouri. She is the owner and founder of Thriving Mama's Sleep Consulting. With three children of her own, Allie's personal experience has fueled her dedication to helping new moms and babies thrive. She specializes in maternal and newborn care, nonverbal communication, and infant sleep shaping and conditioning. Whether you're a first-time mom or an experienced parent, Allie's expertise can help you and your family get the rest and support you need to thrive. Allie, welcome to the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. I'm very excited to have this conversation with you today. Me too. Thanks for having me. Before we get started, tell us about Survive and Thrive Mama. This is your business, but it's also your brand. How did this whole thing come about? Yeah. So Survive and Thrive Mama was created basically out of a need of, of moms who had just had their babies and just kind of felt either alone or undersupported and um, just kind of needed someone to, to be there that could see things from all sides. Survive and Thrive Mama really came out of a need for like after COVID, you know, it was COVID times, people just were so isolated and alone. And so I created Survive and Thrive as like, hey, I can be like your older sister. I can be someone that you can ask questions to or, um, you know, commiserate with because at the time I was actually going through it as well. Um, and so it kind of has turned into something that I started as a side, like passion pet project into this business because there was such a need for a tribe because as we know, we don't really have that anymore. Um, so yeah, Survive and Thrive Mama started as as a um, passion project to help and then has turned into a business to help. And um, it's just been a lot of fun to do. And for those who don't know, it started off as just an Instagram account, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's where you launched this whole thing. And it was sort of a brand and a community and a resource, right? People... It's, it's so funny because it wasn't a brand at first. Like it really was. I had babysitters um, from when like Olivia was a baby. So this was like six, seven years later. And they were like, I remember coming over to your house to babysit. And you had like pages of notes of like what she liked, what she didn't like, what she was going through, what her routine was. And it was so helpful to us. And Olivia was so well adjusted. Like, tell me what you were doing then, you know, to make this easier for us. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. Like people really don't talk about that. Like, how do you get through your days with an infant? So they're asking me all of these questions. And finally, I'm like, girls, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to create an Instagram page. Like I'm here sitting under my eight week old baby. Like, and I, I laugh now because I was like, I've got time on my hands. <laughs> like, but 
But I was like, let me just answer these questions and, and I'll put it on the Instagram account because I think other people could use this too. And, and let's just go for it. And that's kind of where it started. And, and yes, like it's funny because people will say like, you have a brand or you have a look. And, and I think like, I just went off of me, you know what I mean? Like I just wanted it to feel like me. Um, and that's kind of how, how that all, all got going. And so now you have over 35,000 followers on Instagram, which is crazy impressive, by the way. Uh, What do you think attributed to the account's growth and success? Well, first, I want to say like, one, the number is like, it's cool and impressive, but it's also not everything. You know what I mean? Like the growth is like fun to watch and, and you feel like people Uh, might think that you're accredited or something's different if you have more followers. But I will say that even I had to start from zero and starting at zero, you just cultivate the people who are there. You know what I mean? When you cultivate those relationships of the people who are in your little community or tribe, then that's kind of how it starts to grow. And for me at the time, um, there, I had no business like in my brain. I just wanted to help. And so the passion and um, kind of that authenticity came forward. And I think that's what people really liked is some vulnerability, some like truly being you. And that's kind of how I think people can feel comfortable with you, ask you questions, and then maybe even say like to their friend, hey, you should be following her too um, and get some tips and tricks that way. And so it kind of, I think, that was part of it. Um, at the time stories had become, uh, a thing. They weren't a thing before Instagram was just the pictures. So stories had come on and stories are my favorite. Not that I don't like status static posts and I think they're necessary, but being able to show your face and talk through things, I just find that people connect better and are more willing to be invested in you and your message when your face is there. They get to see you. Um, and I did that a lot. And so that that I think that was part of it as well. And, and I also, Instagram is an interesting beast because I'm going to say it's like not for everybody. And I don't think that it's necessary for growth of your business. But I think if it's something that you want to do and a tool in your tool belt that you want to kind of utilize... Like, I think that there is some sort of like content strategy, a little bit of content strategy too, that I'm willing to share, but, but it's not like it's, um, you know, rocket science or anything like that. Yeah. I'd love to hear you share a little bit more about the strategy behind it. I personally don't really use Instagram to grow my business. I do have a general social media strategy, but I always tell sleep consultants that the best way to use either Facebook or Instagram or maybe TikTok, I'm not on there, is to use these platforms the way that they were originally intended to be used, which is to make social connections. I'm wondering if you would agree with this, if it's really ultimately largely about focusing on connecting with people and just using Instagram as the platform to make that happen. A hundred percent. It's about connecting to other people and how you can connect to them. And I think when you can become your own storyteller, either if you have experience of your, your own, or you've heard of others and being able to just share those stories with people, because that's how they connect. And I 
personally, there was some education part of it that I wanted to include. So in static posts, like actually teaching, you know, or like giving like a snippet. But the thing about Instagram is you only get this little, it's almost like skimming the surface. You don't really get that deep dive and like really helping people until you're talking to them one-on-one. So, you know, giving them that that snippet of like your, your knowledge, like what you wish that they, that they would know maybe. Um, but then also when they send you a message within DMs, like DM them back, you know, like their stuff too, like connect with them because that's where the magic truly does happen, um, is in, in connections with people. If you're only talking about yourself or, you know what I mean? Like, things that don't really apply to them, that's not going to ever, ever help. Um, one of the things that I think really helped me, um, and I'm, I'll bring up reels in a little bit, but is more asking the question, like, what are you going through? Like Instagram gives you the ability to ask your audience, what are your pain points? And you know, what was your experience? So then you actually know who's following you and people, especially moms, love to share their stories and their experiences. So allowing them a platform to say, did you go through this? Tell me about it. And do you mind if I share it on my page? Because that is when they feel validated, heard, seen. And isn't that like what all moms just kind of want? You know? I think that that's so amazing that you're, you're sort of landing there, that you're helping moms to sort of express their emotions, to feel what they're feeling. And via your sort of online platform or community, moms can come together and like be open and honest about what motherhood looks like and realize that they're not the only ones going through what they're going through. Uh, The fact that you've given a voice to your followers is really, I think that that's really, really special. What do you say to someone who says, you know, but I don't like to put myself out there or I feel awkward on video. How do you respond to that? Yeah. I think that it's again, your personal choice of how much you want to show and be and and put out there. But I think that no matter what consist or what, what you do, consistency is going to be your key. So if you don't want to put your face on every day, you don't have to, sometimes you, you might need to, you know, if, if you, if you are, um, if you are wanting to grow in a substantial way, but like, if you are consistent in your messaging and you are providing value, I don't think that it's always necessary. You know what I mean? Like, like it doesn't need to be your face as long as, as long as you're providing really helpful and valuable information and content, it doesn't need to be your face plastered everywhere. You don't need to be dancing cute dances on reels. No, you don't. You really, really don't. And it's funny because now I like connect everything to sleep training, but I'm like, pick a lane and go for it with consistency. And when you pick a lane and that feels right to you, when that is in your heart, then you're going to be more willing to do that over time. And your business, like I said, like we think of this as a marathon, not a sprint. You don't have to have 10,000 followers in order for you to feel successful. Like it's a marathon, one foot in front of the next. And as long as you're taking that path, you're doing what feels right to you, your business will grow. And if, you know, if Instagram isn't the right thing for you, that's okay. Find that path 
could be putting your business card in, in a Starbucks, you know, but do that consistently, get your name out there. And that's where the growth, the beauty will happen. Talk to us about time. Like how much time are you putting into this? Are you on Instagram all day long? Like give us an accurate picture of what it looks like for you to maintain this online presence. What's funny is that now three years into this, I put probably less time in now. I've again, like I have three little kids uh, who I want to be present for. And I truly, and this is a whole other topic, but social media is tough because we need to be putting limits on it. It's not good for mom or for developing brains to be scrolling, you know, Instagram or TikTok or social media. Is it good for education and for connecting? Sure. But like, we want to put limits on it. And so I have a limit on my Instagram. Like I cannot be on it longer than an hour. And so I think when you can be focused in on what you want to do and what your goals are, like that's going to be really important. It's almost like, let's go back to sleep training, your boundaries, your limits, like figure out what that is and hold on to it because um, you could, you could very potentially um, be on Instagram all day long, but there's, there's really no reason to when you can kind of come up with like, all right, let's just say every other day, I want to throw a post out there, like have a goal for yourself. Um, Every day, I personally want to show up on my Instagram and stories. But to me, that's not hard. Because if I'm looking at like recipes, and then you know, I'm just sitting there doing that, I might as well talk to my community about something I know that maybe they could use. So I don't think there's like a magic number that one either makes someone successful or not. But I think that just having your limits and boundaries that are healthy for you is how you're going to be able to maintain something like a social media presence um, or, or, or not. It will, it will burn you out quite frankly. And uh, yeah, being able to show up consistently because I think consistent consistency is the key to anything. Uh, But yeah, doing that when it feels good to you. When did your Instagram account morph into a business? Talk me through that. (laughs) That's a good question. Because like I said, it was really just a passion project and just kind of throwing out this information that I thought would be valuable and started turning when it was probably six months into just the Instagram part and getting feedback. Like I said, I asked a lot of questions what happened to, what was your birthing experience? Did you have support afterwards? And so I'm a certified postpartum doula now, but I wasn't at the time. I, you know, had started the page. I decided I need to be a postpartum doula, got certified that winter and then decided like, oh my gosh, I'm getting this feedback of moms, of course, not supported right when they get home, but also beyond. And so I was hearing a lot of people struggling at the four to six month mark of their baby, you know, being born. And of course we know as um, sleep specialists, there's a ton of changes happening in, in their brains in terms of sleep, but also a lot of people are being told they can start purees and solids around that time. Um, their relationships are maybe feeling a little bit on the rocks. They might be feeling some postpartum anxiety and depression, a lot of things are happening both with the mom and with the baby at that time. And so I was like, 
I, what helped me was one mom friend, just one, who was had a baby the same time as me. And I could text her and call her at all hours and be like, what in the world is happening? Like, is this happening to you? You know, and it helped me so much feel validated in my experience. And so, and my mom would always say to me, Allie, we used to have play groups. We had play groups and we talked about things and, and you all don't have that, you know, like regular groups that would get together. And I was like, I'm going to create a virtual play group. Let's do this. And so created a 10 day support group for moms, basically through like an app, like telegram. And I, every day I had a different topic that we would discuss and from sharing their birth stories to their baby's development to sleep. And I basically, that's when it turned into a business and I would run these groups every month and they were uber successful. And the most amazing thing came out of it. It was that moms had other moms that were had babies the same ages and they still talk to this day. So those babies that were four to six months old are now two and three and they're having conversations about what's what, what's happening now. And so it's just really turned magical. That's really incredible. I, I love that. I actually was in a, we didn't call it a play group, but I was in actually an in-person version of what you did virtually when I had my first child 11 years ago. And it was so special. It was exactly as you described. I think it was eight weeks instead of 10. And it was like the first week we shared our birth stories. And the second week we talked about um, eating, sleeping, pooping. And then the third week was you know, relationship with your spouse. And the fourth week was, I don't remember, right? And right. and every single week we would have like an hour or two, you know, group led discussion by a mental health professional, which was amazing. And then we'd all go out to lunch afterwards. And it was so nice. We all did it sort of on maternity leave or some of us were stay at home moms at the time. And just as you said, like 11 years later, I'm still in touch with these moms and we have a group email chain. and. When it was time to potty train, we were all in touch. Uh, yes. More recently, when it was time to talk about sleepaway camp, we were all in touch. And it's so nice because all of our babies are literally, I mean, they're not babies anymore. They're 11, but they're all within like a couple of months of each other. And, uh, you know, they're all experiencing we're all experiencing the same things and we can all, you know, we're not super close friends anymore because we're all living in other, we've all moved away and we're living in other cities and we have new things going on, but we still have that email chain. Like if you have to ask a question, like we still have that. And it's, it's really, really special. So that's amazing. Amazing yeah. that you created that. Um, let's talk about getting into sleep training. Why did you decide to enroll in CPSM, what did you think the course was going to do for you and your ability to grow your business even further? Like I said at the beginning, I was always into um, routines and schedules and knowing, just reading a lot. I would um, I would want to know the ins and outs of how things worked. And so I always had an interest in sleep and my kids were always pretty good sleepers. Um, and I kind of thought that I knew a lot about sleep. Okay. But when I started survive and thrive, 
I wanted to make sure that I had an expert at my hand. So I had actually met someone on in the virtual space in on Instagram and she was a sleep specialist. And so I hired her in to come to Survive and Thrive Mama, you know, Thriving Mama's groups and and do a sleep seminar. And I was paying her to do that. And I was like, but I feel like I know, I know these things pretty well. I just need this certification and I need to make it um, official. You know what I mean? And so when, and, and I don't even know, Jane, where I saw CPSM, but immediately after looking at your website and seeing it, like, I was like, I'm in, like, this is perfect. This is what I need. This is what I need to do. And that's where the decision was made. I'm going to expand, you know, from just being, just being, you know, being a postpartum doula to also getting the sleep specialty because most, if not all of the clients that I work with asked about sleep. And when you have that under your belt, just when you have that knowledge and, and I learned so much more through the process of getting certified that it kind of makes me laugh now that I thought that I was, you know, okay. Telling people what to do with their children, you know, like in terms of sleep, but I, I feel so much more confident now. And now Thriving Mamas is starting again in January and I am doing the sleep portion. And so it just made a lot of sense. And since getting certified, it has actually blown up my business because I have this other thing that I got offer moms because it's all about helping, right? So it's like, where can I help most? And, and I really have have been blessed by CPSM and then this knowledge and being able to expand my business to include sleep, you know, shaping, sleep training, wherever the parent is, I just want to meet them where they are. Yeah, I love that. Actually, you telling this story reminds me of our Zoom meeting that we had before you you enrolled. Now I do. Yeah, now I do. I didn't until you just started sharing that. But I remember you saying to me, you, you did feel so confident. You're like, you know, I've sleep trained my kids. I'm good at this. I know how to get them onto a routine. I'm not even really sure why I need to get certified. I just, I, you know, like, I remember you saying that. And I'm so glad to hear that you feel even more confident and more prepared to support families. I really resonated with your thoughts because when I was getting into this field, I also felt the same way. I had gotten my own kids into a really good groove. I didn't have formal training. I just figured it out. I read a lot of books. I was reading blogs. I was reading message boards, whatever it was. And I figured it out and I thought I knew it all. And actually, um, you know, continuing education is always a good thing and there's always more to learn. And I think that, you know, when you can humble yourself and say, there's always more out there, that's when you position yourself to truly grow, which it sounds like that's what you did. And it's what I did too. So I, I really sort of connected with that when you felt that way. And I love that you feel that it's really benefited you. It just makes me so happy. And are you supporting, you're supporting families one-to-one the way a lot of us are, right? Totally. So, so we're doing both and all. So um, being able to help parents one-on-one and, and I've decided to do a tier system because with my community, I'm finding that there's budget constraints, there's time constraints, and also moms at different levels of their knowledge. So some parents, you know, will want this two week 
you know, intensive while others just want a plan and a call, you know, so being able to then level and offer things that are best for your community, your clients, you know, you kind of start to see that. And then, yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And it's funny because I've always loved supporting moms, but there's something really cool about putting puzzle pieces together for people, um, in terms of their child's sleep and having that magically get better. It feels like magic, doesn't it? And it just like, there's so, it just makes you feel good. Um, I I always say, I think sleep consulting is, I think the reason for why it's so rewarding is because it's so results driven. Like we can change, we can change somebody's life in like five to seven days, you know, like wild. It's wild. And, and so much hinges on, and I hate to say that it like this, but so many moms are miserable when they're not sleeping. I mean, it's a form of, of torture. I mean, when you are not sleeping, it is awful. And and just to be able to change, like you said, their entire existence um, by helping them, it's amazing. So yeah, so never gets old, never gets old, right? No, no, no. So what are your goals? Do you have any business goals for the coming year? We're wrapping up on 2023 as we're having this conversation wild. Uh, Do you have big goals for next year? Or do you just sort of like fly by the seat of your pants and life happens and you just keep on going? Can you tell that I fly by the seat of my pants? I do do too. So I totally get This is how I thrive. It's just by going, you know? And so, yes. So I actually just revamped my website a hundred percent. So my offerings are more clear thriving mamas, which I took a break from actually while I got certified, um, starting up in January. And so these groups for moms, uh, with babies ages four to six months, um, it's very specific. Uh, we'll be starting, you know, each month, uh, this year, 10 days, uh, together formally. And then, um, they have this text chain forever. And then, you know, I'm excited to, to expand to more zoom webinars and group trainings. I'm really excited to be able, I like to be the support piece in group settings. And I don't know what that is. If it's like, oh, like, let's get these people together. So then maybe they can see that they're not alone. You know, of course, we'll continue one on one helping people one on one. But yeah, I, I wish that I was one of those people on New Year's Day that had like a list of things that are going to happen this year. But, um, you know, we're just, we're just going with it. We, yeah. we go- I think you, I think you lead with your heart and then you run and yeah. that's yeah. somewhat like, that's sort of what I do too. So I really, I, I connect with it. I get it. Yeah. And Jane, you're wonderful and your business is wonderful and oh, love you so much. Thank you. Well, the feeling is mutual before we wrap up, uh, tell everybody where they can find you, follow you, connect with you. Sure. Easy enough. www.surviveandthrivemama.com. Of course, um, on Instagram, the handle is survive and thrive mama. Please reach out and say hi, send me a DM. Tell me where um, you heard of me from and I would love to connect with you. Allie, thank you so much. This was fabulous. I can't wait for everybody to hear our conversation. Oh, thanks for having me, Jane. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would rate, review, and subscribe. When you rate, review, and subscribe, this helps the podcast reach a greater audience. I am so grateful for your support. 
If you would like to learn more about how you can become a certified sleep consultant, head over to my Facebook group, Becoming a Sleep Consultant, or to my website, thecpsm.com. Thanks so much, and I hope you will tune in for the next episode.